Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. It is a pleasure to have you joining us today for politics over a cup of coffee, all with the idea that as we talk about these political things that are happening in our lives today, you get something out of it something meaningful so that you can use it to change your world. Thoughts, ideas, phrases, information maybe that allows you to have those persuasive conversations with persuadable people. That's how we change it, folks. One person at a time. By the way, at the bottom of this hour, uh, we have an interview with Judge Vance Day, who is running to defeat a 19-year incumbent judge, Darlene Ortega, from the Oregon Court of Appeals. And, of course, she's getting lots of money. Because if you look at your voters' pamphlet, by the way, It is extremely rare to have any of these sitting judges in either the Supreme Court or the Court of Appeals have any opponents. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you why a little bit later in the show. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. And emails always to jeff at 1220.am. The, um, where is this? Oh, man. This was from Avis, I believe. Yes, it was. Steve Cortez was one of the spokesmen for uh, Donald Trump. And thank you, uh, Avis, for sending this to me. It's a chalk talk that was released. This is a, she says, the ultra-liberal PBS. I thought it was a Davis. Well, it might have been a PBS. Um... commissioned poll, but it was done by DHM out of Portland. It's the one I referenced yesterday. And I've got things to, because it, it did, I did stir a little bit. Anyway, this video shows um, Steve Cortez talking about Oregon polling. This, this is significant, friends. Joe Biden's approval rating in this poll is down to 35%. Trump's is up to 45%. Even stunningly, is Oregon on the right track, wrong track? That question, which is is a normal thing, and I've asked it in polls 
too. But I mean, it is it's an important, just a basic question that gives you a little bit of insight into how people are thinking and they're feeling. And it's simply this. 18% said Oregon. is on the right track. 73% Oregon is not on the right track. They're on the wrong track, 73%. Now, again, this is stunning because if you know anything about polling, and again, you hear me talk about this, this is an amazing turnaround in Oregon. This signals to the country, and this is why Steve Cortez is talking about it, I mean, he's a nationally known guy. If in Oregon you can have Trump up six, seven points from where he was, from his actual voting, um, the numbers of votes for him, if you can have it up that high, that's stunning. That also signals to you a lot of buyer's remorse. A lot, friends. Now, it also is the opportunity for any Republican to use it. Now, here's the question is, what is driving this? What are the issues that ultimately drive it? Why is Oregon? You have to ask the question why. Because if you don't ask the question why, you don't know how to use it effectively for any conservative or any Republican. This is critical, friends. If we're going to win school board elections, if we're going to win city council elections, certainly the legislature and absolutely the governor's office in Oregon, if we're going to win any of these, how about the U.S. Senate? How about the 5th and 6th congressional districts? The fourth congressional district, Alec Scalartos, the only Republican running against whomever the Democrats put up. They have to use the right information and they have to use it effectively and emotionally. It's just how it is. It's the only way that we're going to overcome what is expected. Now, now what am I talking about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Again, it's like I told you yesterday, the Democrats have the same polling, folks. They can read these same polls just like we do. They have their own polling. They know full well the mood of the voters. And this is um, profound. It really is. I have never seen these kinds of numbers. This same polling talks, now Steve, is, Steve Cortez's video talks about uh, it in relation to national politics, Donald Trump, okay? Joe Biden. It's really the polling that is significant here for us is the 18 percentage point Republican advantage 18 points over a Democrat. Now, it's generic Republican versus generic Democrat, all right? 
that that can change but i've never seen it that high ever it's profound it's an opportunity but republicans and more importantly conservatives need to know how to use this information anyway folks um we have a this entire week and most of next week we are going to have um, interviews with candidates because <laughs> very quickly you're going to get ballots in the mail and you need to be able to have the opportunity to hear these conversations and listen to what the candidates think and what they say today we have judge vance day running for the court of appeals and friends we have to help Vance Day win because he is a strict constructionist when it comes to the Constitution. And that's about time. Tomorrow, we have former Congressman Jim Bunn, who's running again for Congress in the uh, newly redrawn district. On Thursday, we have Laurel Roses, also running for Senate. Friday, we have Ibra Tahar also running for Senate. He's a little bit unique because he is a philosopher running as a Republican. On Monday, we have Bridget Barton running for governor. And uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, we're uh, sort of figuring out who it is that, that wants to come on for those uh, opportunities. Julie Hoy, uh, we're going to have a conversation with her. She's running for the House. My friend from church, Darian writes me uh, a text message and wants to know whom I'm planning to endorse for, for governor. I'm not sure that I am going to endorse anyone, but I am leaning heavily. There are three top candidates in my mind. And again, not in any particular order here, Bob Tiernan, Bridget Barton, and Mark Thielman. Each has a particular strength that I find attractive. And I have, listening to all of them at this point, I have a lot of confidence that each of them can literally be able to win against a Democrat, even with Betsy Johnson in the race. In fact, with Betsy in the race, I think it makes it even more likely. Uh, at, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, uh, Freddie, for reminding me, Julie Hoy is not running for the legislature. She's running for city council. And I do want to get her on the air. We're trying to figure out when that works best. Barbara writes me an email. By the way, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Um, please keep the polling news coming with your analysis. I refuse to respond to telephone polls unless I know who commissioned the poll. Does it matter? Yes, it does. Friends, the thing about polling, and this is why you have to look at the question and then who they ask the question of. These are critical things about polling because you can literally slant a poll and come up with any outcome that you want. I know because I've done it. Now, generally, I don't like to do that. And usually the, reason, the only reason that you do it is because you're, you are trying to understand if you ask questions in a certain way, how it moves the voters. So when I do polling, I poll a, I do a baseline poll. 
Okay, just a very baseline question. And that's what's so stunning about this DHM poll is that that baseline question, if you're going to vote for governor today, Republican or Democrat, which would you vote for? 18-point Republican advantage. That's stunning. In Oregon? I mean, truly is stunning. But then you got to dive into the crosstabs and you got to figure out, okay, who did they ask and where do they live from? Now, if you ask that of just Portland residents, you, you're not going to get that result. But if you ask it with some Portland resident, residents, and in other places of the state, like Eugene, Bend, Ashland, that are liberal and known to be liberal. Can you get that kind of result? Now you're talking something significant. But if you add in all the rural areas and other people, uh, it, it is still a stunning opportunity any way you look at it. It does matter who commissions the poll also. Because they're looking for a particular result. Now, I ask questions after the baseline question on issues because I want to know what's moving people. And I will ask it from the leftist point of view. And I'll ask it from the conservative right point of view. And we'll see if it moves the voters. That's an honest way to look at polls. Because at that point, it doesn't matter. Commission. Back in a moment, lots to talk about. Advanced day coming up. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Folks, there's also a story here about Bob Tiernan. It was a Willamette Week story, and uh, Hillary Baroud has followed up with it on the Oregonian. Uh the horrible sin that Bob Tiernan was late paying $6,000 in property taxes. <gasps> no, say it ain't so. <laughs> you know, isn't it funny that we never see stories about Democrats that way? Hmm, I wonder why that is. Corby writes an email about polling. What is so encouraging about the poll data? All the bad things, actually, he's making a statement. What is so encouraging about the poll data is that all the bad things going on in the leftist Democratic people encouraged. They love Kate and all the other people in her basket. They just don't have the brain cells to understand they've encouraged us into this and then don't understand why their quality of living went down and then act surprised. Who came up with the saying, keep Portland weird? Yeah, good good question. Rich wrote a question or a 
email about polls. These polls are always crazy. Which do we believe and how do they decide who do they poll? You have never been polled. Some of these polls are really biased and shouldn't be even considered a poll. Right now, I polled my chickens and they think I should be in charge. That's at 100% poll for me. Laugh out loud. Regarding the Brian Boquist lawsuit win yesterday, folks, uh, appeals court reinstated his lawsuit uh, against, well, his free speech on the First Amendment. How the Senate said he had to let the state police know every time he's going to come into the Capitol building. Anyway, Rich says, well, good for him. I hope he wins. Now let's jail Maxine Waters for her wanting extremists to injure any and all conservatives. Good point. And uh, by the way, Dorchester, the Dorchester results for the governor's race, uh, Mark Thielman got 112 out of 223 votes. Stan Pulliam was second with 36 votes. My friend went and thoroughly enjoyed it. Mark also received the endorsement of Kevin Sterrett and Oregon Firearms Federation on Friday. Um, I have I heard, by the way, from several people that Mark Thielman's performance in the debate caused people to who had not intended to vote for him to choose to vote for him in the straw poll. That's that's significant. Uh, I've got other emails and I will get to them in a moment. But uh, first of all, I've got to do a this quickly and then. Get to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Yeah. um, If your heating and cooling system is not keeping you hot or cool, and you know you need to do something about it before it gets really hot this summer, you should call Freedom Heating and Air. Because you know what? They'll come out and they'll fix it right away. That's what they do best. It really is how they built this business in the Mid-Valley area here for almost 50 years. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website where you can look at all of their great services and also read their blog, which can be helpful to you in terms of maintaining your system. Freedomheatingandair.net or give them a call. 503-580-1456-580-1456. Let's go to Art. Good morning, Art. Good morning, Jeff. Hope you're doing well today. I want to I jump am. on this. I, I I wanted to jump on this morning because the Democrats are the party of death. They don't care about any of us. Ron Wyden, our senator, jumped to run up and meet with Biden and those whole nine yards, and was touting the all the things they're doing, all the money they're spending. (laughs) But let me tell you this. Two days ago, a, uh, um, (laughs) I'm losing my thought here, a National Guard member drowned in the river. How sad. And it was really sad. However, the reason he died is because Biden and the Democrats have that border wide open. And this guy jumped in the river to save one of these illegal immigrants because that's what 
our National Guard does. But do the Democrats care? Hell no, they don't care. Ron Wyden, he doesn't care. What should he be talking about? All the fentanyl that's coming across the border because of the Chinese and killing American citizens. But is he talking about that, Jeff? No. No. Is our governor talking about it? No. No. They don't care about us. Well, they should. They should care about Oregonians, the kids, the people dying. But they don't care, Jeff. And that's why we got to replace them. We got to elect good candidates in the primary. And we got to support them 100%. And we got to stop the bleeding. I believe what the polls are saying because people know what's going on in our state. They see people dying in Portland every day. That's and the right. Democrats, they do. They, they, they don't right. care, Jeff. They see the homelessness. And they don't see well, it getting any better. In fact, they see it getting worse. They just well, see the homeless get moved around from place to place. And you know what's well, yeah. sad, Art, is we're spending hundreds of millions of dollars. Oregon taxpayer money. Art, we thanks know. for calling. Back in a moment with Judge Vance Day running for the Oregon Court of Appeals, challenging a 19-year incumbent. That's refreshing, isn't it? Better than just the voters rubber stamping people that are already there. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. It's an honor to have each and every one of you. It's also an honor to have um, not only you listening, but to have Judge Vance Day joining us right now. Judge, how are you? I am got copy right next to me, Jeff, and I'm looking forward to having a good conversation <laughs> with you. Yeah, that's good that you have coffee to talk politics. Although you are, even though you're running for the Oregon Court of Appeals, and the Court of Appeals often decides political questions, Oregon law and the bar rules and all of that really doesn't allow you to talk a whole lot about politics or your viewpoints, does it? No, it's, it's a muzzling mechanism because judges want to protect themselves, frankly, and they don't want to have to talk about what they really believe, what they really think about the people and how they're going to act when they're on the bench. And so there's this really a statewide gag order against any judge, any judicial candidate like me, because you can't talk about the basic issues. The good news is, Jeff, that I can talk about my experience, though, and the things I've done in the past, which, of course, you know, reflect what I believe and what actions I would take as a judge. So there is a little bit of a caveat there. You can talk a little bit about your judicial philosophy generally, though, can't you? Yes, you can. And and most people understand that, you know, when you look at judges, that they, they don't come to the bench, to their job, 
with just this blank slate. You know, it's just they're not rubber stamps. They have a worldview. They have a philosophy of how they're going to enact certain decisions. And I am a constitutionalist. And right now, there are no constitutionalists, as I, in my opinion, that I can see on either the Court of Appeals or the Supreme Court. And of course, you know, person says, what's a constitutionalist? Well, that's a person who believes that the Constitution is the rule of law. That is our measuring stick. And we don't get to change it willy-nilly. It isn't an elastic rubber band that we can just wrap around anything we darn well please. We have to follow it. And judges don't make law. In my worldview, the legislature makes law. That's the way the Constitution designed it. And so too often today, Jeff, as you know, you know, being a former legislator and somebody who's in the know, judges tend to decide things and then call it law. And that's really not how our Constitution is designed. So that's one of the reasons I'm running for the Oregon Court of Appeals is to bring back common sense constitutionalism, you know, to that court. Now, one of the, you know, uh, that's music to my ears, uh, because I fully agree with you that that our current direction and how the judges of, of Oregon, anyway, at Supreme Court and appellate court level, how they, that I would say that some of them are activists. I think others of them simply don't follow the Constitution. And because you do, let me ask you this. How are you going to work within that system? Are you going to try to persuade uh, other judges on the Court of Appeals to, to look at the constitutionality, look at their role? How, how will you expect that you're going to make a difference so that the average Oregonian understands and feels that, uh, that, that difference? Well, I, I think there's two different roles for me on the Court of Appeals. One is I am and always have been a collaborative leader. So I'm going to sit down with other people, even though they disagree you know, with me, and try to help them see this is the way I see it and convince them to that end. But the other role is being really the, the, the chief dissenter. Um, so there are no dissenters. You, know, you, you write opinions on the Court of Appeals. 99% of all appeals from the circuit court, that's the trial level, come right through the Court of Appeals. And only 10 to 20% make it to the Supreme Court of Oregon. So the Oregon Court of Appeals arguably is the most powerful court in, in Oregon. So, But there's nobody who's writing dissenting opinion, uh, laying out the logic, constitutional presuppositions, all those points that really point and, and show that the majority opinion is is unconstitutional or is invalid. And so I'll be the dissenter in chief, if you will, in many cases. And in other cases, I'll be able to work with hopefully one or two other judges to help um, the court come to a constitutional decision rather than a decision that's based on um, the whims of or the designs of judges to move policy in a certain direction, which is dangerous. That's not their job. That's exactly right. It is not their job. We're talking with Judge Vance Day who's running for the Oregon Court of Appeals, trying to unseat a 19-year incumbent. Um, by the way... He's never uh, had the, a race, Jeff. Yeah, I know. Had a race. <laughs> I mean, that's the silly thing is that 
you know, nobody ever runs against a sitting judge. She wants to what? be there 25 years, a quarter of a century, and I'm the first to challenge her. That That's not right. No, it isn't right. So t- what, why is that? Why don't more – because you're not the only – uh, constitutional constructionist lawyer practicing in the state of Oregon. Why don't more of them run against these incumbents? Well, incumbents are really, really hard to beat. And there's this little system that's developed over the last 35, 37 years now that Democratic governors have been, you know, in power so long. And that is, is that when a, when a governor or when a judge in the middle or near the end of their six-year term resigns, the appointment goes to the governor. And that's not the way the the Constitution is designed that way in Oregon. But judges are supposed to serve their full six-year terms, and then the people get to decide by election who the judge is or who the lawyer is that's going to replace that judge. Instead, what happens is, is most judges retire near the end of their fourth or fifth year in office, and then it goes to the governor for the appointment. He or she will then appoint somebody who has a philosophy that matches more of a progressive liberal bent. And then that judge runs for election, you know, a few months later, a year later, and they have that little incumbent next to them. And then little that little stamp under their name that says incumbent, gosh, that's worth 15 to 20, you know, poll points. So it's really hard. For, for somebody who's a challenger to overcome that 20-point lead or that 15-point lead. So that's why lawyers just don't want to take a risk because then they got to face that judge. You know, if you appear in front of a judge all the time and you were the person who dared to run against them, then you're going to be, you know, voted off the island like I was. So that's why it's difficult, Jeff. Yeah, people and have it's to, a corrupt system. Remember, well... You know, people have to remember that 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 when there's only two people in a nonpartisan race, that race will likely end May 17th. That's that's three weeks from today, folks. So that's exactly right. This is not a November race. This is going to be decided. And, folks, this is why you need to go to because the rules do not allow Vance to ask for money. So let me ask for him. You can go to teamvanceday.org. And you can make a donation. You can also learn a lot about Vance. You can learn the latest news. You can volunteer. You can look at great endorsements that he has. It's teamvanceday.org. Now, speaking of your opponent, it seems your opponent is raising a lot of money from Portland. Yeah, it's primarily Portland legal uh, you know, system uh, folks who are donating to her campaign. And it's interesting as you look at the numbers, you know, Somebody's pushing them to all put in 500 bucks each. And so she is ahead of us on fundraising. But the good news is, is there are thousands and thousands of races in, in U.S. history that show that the little guy, David Percy, you know, versus Goliath, can win. But we do need um, donations, and I'm really, really grateful for the hundreds of donations from across this state. And, you know, we, our donations are 5 10 25 $50, $100, but they all add up. What it shows, though, Jesse, is that there is a movement among the basic citizens of Oregon. They're tired, tired of government, civil government, telling us how to live, work, play, who we can associate with, when we can associate with them, that our churches have to be closed, that we got to wear a face diaper. That kind of thing 
when it comes from the executive branch without authority from the legislature is unconstitutional. And when it's unconstitutional and yet enforced, that's called tyranny. That's how I look at it. And so people are starting to stand up and say, whoa, stop. And then they want to do something about it. And your listeners probably understand that I think today is the last day for them to register to vote. Check it is. Registration. Yeah. Yes. Check your registration because you may have been shifted into a, you know, NAV status or something may have happened at the Secretary of State's office. So get on the Internet today and make sure that you're properly registered. You're absolutely correct, folks. Again, if you want to help Vance get the word out about his viewpoint as a strict constitutional um, believer in terms of how he looks at rulings, go to teamvanceday.org, teamvanceday.org. And you can learn more and you can join and help volunteer. More importantly, you can give him a few dollars, which helps him get that word out. In the last uh, minute, Vance, what's the most important thing that you want our listeners to know about you and why they should vote for you? I believe that our rights, our liberties come from God Almighty. They do not come from civil government. Civil government is there to protect those inalienable liberties. The problem is the civil government wants to restrict them. And frankly, they can take our lives, but they cannot take our liberties unless we give them up. That's Vance Day. Vance, thanks so much. Be blessed. We're praying for you. Hope you win this thing. TeamVanceDay.org, friends. Check it out. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Let's go right to the phone, phones rather, to Freddie who called in and uh, sat through the Vance Day uh, interview. Freddie, your thoughts this morning? Well, good morning, Jeff. I'm glad you had Vance Day on, Judge Vance Day, because he's a friend of mine. Uh, you know, he's a very big historian of military times, and uh, he was yep. a great friend of one of the local band of brothers with the 100 per Airborne. And uh, yep. Vance uh, would talk to me a little bit about my time with the 100 per Airborne in Vietnam. He's a he's a historian, so he's a, he's a really a good man who really helps veterans where he can. So he's a solid person that we need in the court of appeals, and I hope everybody takes a look at that and give Vance their vote because he's exactly what we need, and uh, he's he's really a really a good man. So that yeah, my, he is my, funny. And, and 
And uh, and I want to say, and by the way, you're not the first person to note his military court. Uh, I'll read an email from, or email rather, from Lee about that. But I, I got to tell you, Freddie, I have a personal friend uh, who got into some trouble and went through the military court system here under Judge Vance Day and completely changed his life around. I mean, because everybody in military court is there to help the veteran. Everybody, the prosecutor, the defense attorney, the judge, the system is there. And and I will tell you that it worked incredibly well for my friend who turned his life around and, be, and went through school at George Fox, became a male nurse, and is now working for the state of Oregon at uh, their mental facility, mental health facility down outside of Eugene in Junction City. And his life is an absolute success because of Vance Day's military court. That's really important, Jeff. You know, as a combat veteran, you know, we come home as changed people because you can't yes. really go through a combat situation and, and then think you're going to be uh, the same as when you left. So you do need help from people that understand the, the trauma that people experience. And Vance uh, Day is a man that understands that based on his experience with working with veterans and that he leads uh, a helping hand to, to guide them. And as you just explained, turn their life around and get back into society to be a contributor to society again. So Vance Day is uh, very unique, and uh, he's uh, he's a solid American, and uh, a, a, actually to me a, a true hero for veterans. So, folks, we really need to support that man and get him in there because we need his viewpoint uh, in that court of appeals. Thank you. Freddie, I appreciate it, and I completely agree with you. We need balance in the Court of Appeals because it's highly unbalanced. Uh, and I'll get to some of these emails. Again, 503-589-1220 is a power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Pfeiffer roofing can keep you dry because, yes, the rain is coming back. We're going to get hit on Thursday. If your roof is not keeping you dry, you need to call Pfeiffer Roofing. They'll come out and they'll get it fixed for you. Give them a call. They can come out and give you a free estimate. And they can share with you all the things they can do to fix your problems. They do roof replacement. They have that great RoofMax product that I talk about where they it's a soybean-based product. They spray it on your asphalt shingle roof and it gives it new life. They do that roof repair, but also do roof cleaning and they do gutter systems and come out again. They can give you a free estimate. You can check out, by the way, all the great services that have made them this company that has grown from a one-man operation in 1978 now to a second-generation family-owned company with over 100 employees. PfeifferRoofing.com is their website, P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing. Dot com or give them a call 503-647-4725. 647-4725. Lee writes an email about Vance. Vance Day voting for him for the Oregon Court of Appeals. 
Lee writes, we have seen that many can be bought off and swayed towards an agenda. And if that's what you want, then don't vote for Vance Day. You should only vote for Mr. Day if you want a person that follows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Bible. And that can make a decision based on fairness with compassion for all sides. Mr. Day not only will be fair, he will look at the root cause and suggest a path for correction. His military court is the best example of such character we need in a leader. Well said, Lee. And Julie writes an email about Kurt Schrader being endorsed by Joe Biden. She says, talk about the kiss of death. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. I am seriously, I think I agree with her. It is the kiss of death. It's absolutely the kiss of death. By the way, um, Gail had written an information, or an email rather, about oh, Secretary of State's website. Where is that? Here it is. Uh, you can go there to uh, voting in elections on uh, sos.oregon.gov. And then you can click on your voter registration. And you can check to see what it is. I'm doing that right now as we speak. And then you put your, your name in there, your first, your last name, and your date of birth. And it'll come up. And then it'll be next to is under my vote. Click on the blue ribbon to go to my vote now. And you can fill in your information and submit. Click submit. If you want to and remember, today's your last day, folks, to register to vote or to change your voter registration. You don't want to be an independent because you do want to vote for a Republican or a Democrat. You can do that online today. This is your last day. If you want to change from Democrat to Republican, I hope some of you do. You can do that. Today's your last day. You can do it online. Again, it's sos.state.or.us. sos.state.or.us. And then just click on uh, voting and, and registrations. Also, I want to remind you that if you're looking for a contractor that you can trust to come into your home and do the right thing and do it well for you and not make your home or your business a mess while you're trying to live in your house or conduct business, especially on the retail side, you need to call Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. They respect you, they listen to you, and they do it right. Go to their website and you'll see what I mean. RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Friends, thanks for joining us today. I am. Um, I didn't get to the story about Democrat congressional candidate Carrick Flynn saying he has an emotional affinity with Timber Unity and talking about the spotted owl. It's an owl, and it looks like other owls, he said. Boy, did he get hammered by his Democrat opponent. Refreshing Catholic Democrat who's honest for change. All right, see you tomorrow.